0: Good evening and welcome to my podcast, Worship Therapy. I am your worship therapist, Sophia Bethel Gibson, and the author of the book, Worship Therapy. I'm here to help reconnect the heart of man to the heart of God, rehabilitating the soul. Listen, Linda, listen, Larry, grab your coffee cups and let's have some therapy because worship is the therapy of the soul. tonight's episode, I want to talk to you about obedience. God requires us to be obedient as worshipers. There are so many times in our lives where we really want to obey God. Our hearts are in the right place, but we're not always consistent to the things of the Lord. We're not always consistent when it comes to doing the things that he has instructed us to do we're not always consistent in the ways in which he leads and guides us and so for that reason there are times when we encounter situations in our lives uh, that may be unnecessary but due to you know our lack of obedience in those areas you know those things could have been avoided and so we have to make sure that we give attention to the lord we have to make sure that we are living in a way where our testimony doesn't speak against us, but that it speaks for us, that your, that your claim as a worshiper, it doesn't speak against you, but that it speaks for you, that a part of being a worshiper is understanding the aspect of worshiping God in spirit and in truth. And, um, you know, and to give, uh, uh some full understanding to that term. It's in also recognizing that it's not just in spiritual matters. Being a worshiper is beyond just spiritual matters. It, it goes into uh, a being obedient and walking in truth. And sometimes that truth comes in the form of an instruction that God is showing you concerning your health. Maybe that instruction is an instruction that's concerning your finances, that's concerning your relationships, that's concerning uh, your ministry. And so a lot of times we don't really take it as seriously as we do uh, spiritual matters when it comes down to our natural bodies and our natural, you know, things that are in our natural. We don't always take it as seriously. And so one of the things that I want to highlight today is obedience, because God requires obedience for his people, for his worshipers. It is so hard to be a worshiper when you are when your body is is plagued with some type of illness when there is some type of restriction in your life no matter what area that may be oftentimes it's very difficult uh, for you to uh, worship God the way you want and I'm not only talking about singing or dancing or listening to, to slow worship, beautiful music. I'm talking about the lifestyle of submission, surrender, and sacrifice to God that we have to be able to submit to God in all things. The Bible says we must love God with all of our hearts, all our soul, all our mind, we have to be able to uh, love God in, in, in our bo- from our bodies. The Bible says that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost. And so we must be glorifying God in our bodies. We must be glorifying God in our relationships. God must get the glory from our lives, uh, not just in music and in church. But God must be getting the glory from our lives and the things that we put into our bodies uh, with our food choices. God must be glorified in our bodies in the way we handle relationships. God must be uh, glorified in our bodies and the things that we allow our, our mouths to speak. God wants to get the glory from which you harbor in your thoughts. Why? Because the scripture It outlines what we should be thinking about. Those things that are true, just, honest, pure, lovely, and of good report. You know, we ought to follow God in all his ways. And in all our ways, we must acknowledge him. According to uh, Proverbs 3 and 5, in all our ways, we must acknowledge him. And he will direct our path. And God seeks to direct us into a healthy place. The Bible says that he has given us everything for life and godliness. And so we must begin following God, following his instructions, following his plan for our lives. God doesn't want us to live. um, He gave us life and gave us more abundantly and he does not want us to live in lack. Lack of health, lack of resources, lack of finances. You know, God doesn't want us to live in lack. He is not a God of lack. He is a God of sufficiency. He is a God of more than enough. And so he says in his word that my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in weakness. And so whatever that weakness is that you encounter in your life, whichever area that may be, God seeks to strengthen that area. Why? Because when we are weak, he is strong and God wants to strengthen that area of of your life. And so we must do our part to surrender that unto the Lord. But with that surrender also comes sacrifice. Because we must be willing to sacrifice for the sake of Christ. We must be willing to lay our lives down for the sake of Christ. So that may mean that we may have to give up some things. We may have to sacrifice some things that we put in our mouths. Um and into our digestive system. That may mean that we may have to sacrifice some relationships. We may have to sacrifice some things. We may have to sacrifice some nights to go to bed on time. We may have to sacrifice some things in our lives in order to bring balance and structure back to our lives because God is a God of order. God is a God of alignment. God is a God of structure. And so when you're talking about coming into worship, you're talking about coming into proper alignment and order Um, when it comes to God. We're talking about having the mind of Christ. We're talking about being led by the spirit of the living God. We're talking about walking in his way. And there's a consistency that God expects if we're going to come through this victoriously. We are only as victorious as As the obedience that we demonstrate. We are only as victorious as the obedience we demonstrate. Okay. So a lot of times God is expecting us to obey him. Not a lot of times, but God expects for us to obey him at all times, at all times. Now he may have spoken to you concerning different things in your life. I want you to take a moment and just think about those areas of your life where God has spoken to you, where he may have given you an instruction and you may have allowed it uh, like the word of God to fall by the wayside, to fall by the wayside. And you, you may have, uh, you know, forgotten. You may have allowed that word to drop to the ground and die. You may have initially started off with great momentum, but somewhere along the line, you let go. You drop the ball. This is a season where God expects for us to keep the momentum and to not drop the ball. This time, do not drop the ball. This time, be consistent. This time, do it God's way. And so, uh, take take a moment and think about that for a minute. You know, because God wants us to have life and to have it more abundantly and that requires that we obey the Word of God but also the instruction of God and so all these things that God has been speaking to you about he expects for us to act on those things he expects for us to take them into consideration and to do as he said to do to live as he said we must live to speak as we ought to speak to go where we ought to go the places that he has led us to go and so the second thing i want to talk to you about is repentance and so a lot of times um after we have discovered the things that, that we have done wrong or, or the way in which we were supposed to go, we realized we went left when we were supposed to go right. There's one thing in acknowledging the wrong, but now you have to repent, which is a conscious decision to go in the opposite direction, which is a conscious decision to do it God's way. Repentance is not just saying, God, I apologize for it. No, repentance is saying, God, I understand that I did it the wrong way, that I didn't listen, that I didn't do it the God way. Repentance is saying, God, I understand that I was walking in error. And I was not walking in your truth. And so I have decided, God, to follow Jesus. And I will not turn back. That is what repentance is saying. That, God, I see the error of my way. And I choose to believe in you. I choose to go in the direction that you say to go. I choose to walk the path that you have laid out for me. I make a conscious decision, oh God, to do it your way. And so many of us, many of us ought to be repenting for those things that we have done differently from which God's instruction has led us. We ought to repent for. For not doing things God's way. God, you sent me to bed on time. I stayed up late. God, you told me to drink more water, God. And I, I, I was slack concerning the things that you have asked me to do. A lot of times we are slack concerning the things that God has called us to do. We become slack in those things. And when we become slack in those things, we create an opening for the enemy to come into our lives and to wreak havoc. Through the area of sickness, through the area of challenges, through the area of trauma. And the enemy comes in like a flood and he seeks to kill, to steal, and to destroy your life. He seeks to make you immobile. He seeks to, to destroy your life and to kill your dreams and to set you back and a lot of times when we are rebuking the enemy and cursing the enemy and, and we're, we are rebuking the devil and all of these different things, which are, which are good things to do. However, we must be accountable for the thing that we didn't do. We must be accountable for the instruction that we did not obey. We have to be accountable to the things that God has placed in our lap and we have neglected to do those things. We have to be accountable. So when these things enter into our lives that are ungodly, there is a certain part of accountability that there is a, we must be responsible. We must take responsibility for our heart that didn't listen. We must take responsibility for our part that we played in that matter. We must take responsibility for not listening. We must take responsibility. And so through repentance, we do that. Through repentance, we do that. And so on tonight's podcast, I just want you to have a moment to just reflect and to think about those things that God has told you to do. Maybe you, maybe you have heard God speak to you concerning a particular area of your life that He wanted to bring into alignment, that He wanted to bring into order. God wanted to create structure in your life. God wanted to bring you into a wealthy place, but we have been set back. We have been set off course. We have been deterred. We have been, uh, 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 uh we have encountered a stumbling block, and maybe that stumbling block is illness or, or, or. trauma or some type of situation but whatever it is we have allowed the enemy to come in through our disobedience to cause us to be set back in the things where we could have been progressing in and so don't be like the fig tree where God had to curse the fig tree because it wasn't producing don't be like the fig tree But be available to God for him to use in your life so that he can produce fruit in you. God wants your fruit to remain. God wants you planted uh, in his presence. He wants you planted in the flow of his spirit so that your fruit can remain. God wants you to bring forth fruit. God wants you to bring forth uh, from your substance. God has seeds that he's planted in your life that he wants uh, uh, you to give birth. That he wants to come forth uh, to spring forth to to uh, be a blessing to to others, but we don't allow that to happen when our bodies, which are the temple of the Holy Spirit, is not being taken care of, when we are not submitting and surrendering. Uh, ourselves unto God, when we are not becoming that living sacrifice unto God, which is our reasonable act of worship, which is our reasonable act of service, which is a way in which we serve the Lord. We have to serve the Lord in our bodies. We have to serve the Lord in our minds. We have to serve the Lord in our spirit. We have to serve the Lord. The Lord wants and requires that we become a living sacrifice. And so I pray that this podcast has open your eyes to maybe some areas of your life where God has really been speaking to you and you've really been seeing a decline in those areas of your life. And I pray that by the power of the Holy Spirit, that you would be strengthened to do those things that God has called you to do and begin to reverse anything that the enemy has brought into your life, but that it would be reversed in the name of Jesus, because now you're on a new path and God is doing something new because you have decided to follow Jesus, to repent, to acknowledge it, to see it and to repent of it and to begin walking in the ways in which God has instructed for you to go so that you can conquer this season, be victorious in this season, bring forth a fruitful uh, and an abundant harvest in this season so that God is glorified in all that you put your hands to do so that God is glorified in your life, in your mind, in your your body, and in your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. And now for our sila moment. I want you to take a moment and to think about those things that God has spoken to you concerning your life. And I want you to think about how much effort you have placed into obeying those instructions. And when you have figured that out, I want you to take a moment and just ask God to forgive you. Just repent and and acknowledge your sin, acknowledge your disobedience, acknowledge the fact that God I was slack concerning your word. I was slack concerning your way. I was slack concerning the things that you have asked me to do. God is not slack concerning his promises. And we should not be slack concerning our obedience. And so take a moment and, and repent of those things. And let's begin on a new path for this new season in our lives. Thank you. This ends our sila moment, and now for our Soaking Sessions. Due to copyright, our Worship Soaking segments will always be off podcast. Make sure that you are tapped into the podcast so you can know what our Soaking Song will be. And I encourage you to listen in and be a part of our off-cast soaking session. And I will see you next week for more worship therapy. As you listen to this soaking song by Hillsong Worship called Who You Say I Am, I want you to know that now that you have repented God has forgiven you you are a child of God I want you to know that there's no condemnation there's no judgment over your life you are a king's kid God is your father and he has opened his home to you there there's a a place for you Um, in his presence that God is not going to abandon you. He has not abandoned you. He has not given up on you, even though there are times we may give up on God, but God never gives up on us. And I'm so thankful for that. So I pray that for the remainder of this week, as you uh, allow this song to soak into your spirit, soak into your mind, that you would be refreshed in God's presence and come alive again as his child, as his son, as his daughter, and to allow what God says about you to truly be your identity, walk in that truth today in Jesus name. To join the soaking room for our worship soaking segment, I encourage you to go to sophiabethelgibson.com and click on the link that will take you into our Spotify playlist, which is the soaking room where we are listening to the songs that um, are recommended for each podcast. So I encourage you to visit that link, enter into the soaking room and to soak along with us. God bless you. If you haven't already, be a part of my Facebook group. Just type in Worship Therapy Podcast and it should pop up on your screen. We would love to invite you to be a part of our worshiping community of people who are lovers of God's presence. You can also use this time to share your soaking experiences with us or just be encouraged by others' comments uh, they may make within the group. So you can also find notifications of when my podcast will be released Monday nights, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you will also find links to those uh, podcasts or even the Spotify playlist where our soaking songs are located You can be a part of our soaking sessions, our off cast uh, soaking sessions, and um, I pray that you would consider joining our group. This worship therapy podcast is brought to you every Monday night at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So be sure that you're following me for your weekly therapy session. Grab your coffee cups and let's have some therapy. Get comfortable too, because we're going all in. Until next time, this is Sophia Bethel Gibson, your worship therapist with the podcast Worship Therapy. Good night.